Welcome to another episode of Anchored Hope, your weekly podcast where we inspire and encourage you to keep on going, to keep on moving forward in life, and to keep on trusting in Jesus. I'm Genevieve Solomons, and I'd like to thank you for listening to Anchored Hope. Thank you, thank you, thank you. My prayer is that your hope would abound, that your faith would be strengthened, and that you'd live a purposeful life as you fulfill God's purpose in your generation. The podcast today is titled, A Tree's Hope. My main scripture reading is from 1 Kings chapter 17, verses 8 to 12. Then the word of the Lord came to him saying, Arise, go to Zedephath, which belongs to Sidon, and stay there. Behold, I've commanded a widow there to provide for you. So he set out and went to Zedephath. And when he came to the gate of the city, behold, a widow was there, gathering sticks for wood. He called out to her and said, Please bring me a little water in a jar so that I may drink. And as she was going to get it, he called to her and said, Please bring me a piece of bread in your hand. But she said, As the Lord your God lives, I have no bread, only a handful of flour in the bowl and a little oil in the jar. See, I am gathering a few sticks so that I may go in and bake it for me and my son, that we may eat it as our last meal and die. That is a very hopeless sounding ending to that piece of scripture where it comes to the lady of Zedephath. But before I go into that, I want to tell you a story. And it's about a retired school teacher who volunteered to visit and teach young children at a large hospital. And this is how the story goes. One day, the phone rang and she received her first assignment as a new volunteer. On the other end of the line was the classroom teacher of a young boy who had been hospitalized and needed tutoring during his stay at the hospital. The volunteer teacher took down the name of the boy and his hospital room number, and was told by his classroom teacher that this boy had been studying nouns and adverbs in his class before he'd been hospitalized. It wasn't until the visiting teacher got just outside the boy's hospital room that she realized that he was a patient in the hospital's burn unit. She was prepared to teach English grammar, But she wasn't prepared to witness the horrible look and smell of badly burned human flesh. She wasn't prepared to see a young boy in great pain either. Everything around her made her want to hold her nose, to turn around and to leave faster than she came. But something inside her kept her from walking away. So she clumsily stammered over to his bedside and said simply, I'm the hospital teacher. Your school teacher asked me to help you with your nouns and adverbs. And she began to teach him. The next morning, when she came to work with a boy, a nurse from the burn unit rushed up to her and asked her, what did you do to that boy? The teacher began to apologize profusely. But before she could finish, the nurse interrupted her. No, 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 you don't understand. We've been really worried about him and his condition. It's been deteriorating over the past few days because he had completely given up hope. But ever since you were with him yesterday, 
His whole attitude has changed and he's fighting back and responding to treatment. It's as though he decided to live. What did you do? When the nurse later questioned the little boy, he said, I figured I was doomed, that I was going to die until I saw that teacher. And as a tear began to run down his little face, he finished. But when I saw that teacher, I realized that they wouldn't send a teacher to work on nouns and adverbs with a dying boy, would they? Such a beautiful story. And that might be you today. Like that boy, you might feel that all hope is gone. Maybe you're in a place of turmoil and despair and you want to give up. But the teacher, Jesus Christ, is here right now. And as you listen to this podcast and you receive the word of God, Jesus will step into your situation and he's come to give you hope. For his name is the hope of all the world, according to Matthew twelve twenty one. It's not over for you. There is hope in Jesus' name. The passage of scripture I read before is about Elijah and the widow of Zarephath. It starts off when the heavens are shut up, there's a drought, there's no rain. And God told Elijah to hide himself by the brook Cherith. Cherith means cutting or ditch. God basically just told Elijah, go hide yourself in a ditch. And a ditch is not a nice place. It's not a pleasant place. But God turns this into a place of provision and protection for Elijah. He commands the ravens to come and feed him. He protects Elijah from his enemies. And right now, you might not be in a pleasant place. You might find yourself in a ditch. Maybe you find yourself in a place and you feel like you're just being cut up on the inside. God can turn that very ditch into a place of provision for you. He can turn it into a place of protection from the enemy for you. Make this declaration with me today. Say this after me as you are listening. Lord, make this a place of protection and provision for me in Jesus' name. So the Lord commands ravens to come and feed Elijah. And when God commands your provision, it will come from the most unlikely sources. It will come from places, people, or things you would never have expected it to come from. So get ready for provision to come from unexpected places. Get ready for provision to come from unexpected people. Get ready for provision to come from unexpected things. Amen. The brook dried up because of the drought. And God told Elijah, arise, go to Zarephath, which belongs to Sidon, and stay there. Behold, I've commanded a widow there to provide for you. When we look at this word Zarephath, the possible meanings are smelting or refining. Refining simply means to remove impurities or unwanted elements from something. It means to improve something by making small changes or to perfect it. So God moves Elijah from a place of cutting from the ditch to a place of refining. 
when you pass the test in the ditch of life, a time is going to come where God moves you to a place of refining and where the impurities are going to be removed from your life. He's going to move you to the place of refining where the sinful habits, where the worldly thought patterns are removed from your life. He's going to refine you from the things that ensnare you and trip you up. He's going to actually separate that from you. He's going to move you to a place where he works on your character, where the issues in your life get dealt with. And I'd like to encourage you, when God refines you, don't leave that place. Stay right there. Let him perfect you. Let him make you more like Christ. Let him make you more holy. Amen. God is busy perfecting that which concerns you. Don't leave the place of refining. Elijah goes to Zarephath. He meets the widow. He asks her for bread and water. And now we hear that hopeless response. I'm going to make this meal so that I may eat it as our last one and die. She was basically saying, I have nothing to live for. I've got no future. I've got no hope. I've got no money. I've got no food. I've got no job. I've given up. And we can even look at this from a spiritual sense where she says, I have no bread. In other words, I haven't been feeding on the bread of life. I haven't been feeding on Jesus. I've got nothing to sustain me spiritually. I'm starved on the inside. I am malnourished. I haven't been feeding on the word of God. When she said, I have a little oil. In other words, I'm almost dried up. I'm not full of the Holy Spirit. I'm a bit desensitized to him. I'm not being watered by the Holy Spirit. I'm weak in my faith. There are times when we get to that place of emptiness on the inside. We get to that place of utter despair and hopelessness and we want to give up. I want you to remember this quote if you are in that place right now. Sometimes I just feel like giving up and then I do. I give it up to God. Understand that when you come to that place, give it up to God and you will rise again. For a righteous person may fall seven times over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. But he gets up again. When you give it up to God, you will get up again. So don't give up now. Don't pull back now. Don't stop believing now. Now is the time to give up the hopelessness, the despair and the emptiness to the only one who can satisfy you and fill you up. For God is willing and is able to respond and help. Job 14 verses 7 to 9 says, For there is hope for a tree, if it be cut down, that it will sprout again, and that its shoots will not cease. Though its root grow old in the earth, and its stump die in the soil, yet at the scent of water it will bud and put out branches like a young plant. That is such a poetic verse. The word scent in Job 14, it means the odor or fragrance 
which anything exhales or emits. It denotes a gentle and pleasant contact by which the tree is made to live. It inhales, so to speak, the vital influence from the water as soon as it smells it or perceives it or is sensible of it. Jesus Christ is the heavenly fragrance we need when hopelessness sets in. All we need is the fragrance of the Rose of Sharon. All we need is the scent of the lily of the valleys. Amen. All we need is to recognize and respond to Jesus. And right now, Jesus is here and I want to encourage you. Recognize him. Welcome him. Respond to him. Breathe him in today. Breathe in that wonderful fragrance of the rose of Sharon right now. And you will bud again. You will spring up again. And hope will return. There is hope for a dead tree. And there is hope for you in Jesus' name. Romans 15 tells us, Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you believe in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. We serve a God of hope. And God wants you to overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you've been asking yourself this question, where do I put my hope in these times, during this year, in my circumstances? David answers this age-old question in Psalm 39 verse 7. He says, and so Lord, where do I put my hope? My only hope is in you. Make God your only hope Today, get the fragrance of Christ. Inhale him today, for he is your only hope. There is hope for a dead tree and there is hope for you. Look in the mirror and speak to your soul if you find yourself in the place of despair. And say this, why so downcast, O oh my soul? Why are you discouraged? Why is your heart so sad? Why are you in despair? Oh, my soul, why are you disturbed within me? Why are you in turmoil within me? Why are you upset? Why are you perplexed, oh, my soul? What do you say to these things? I will put my hope in God. Like Isaiah 49, 23 tells us, those who hope in the Lord will not be disappointed. Maybe you have faced disappointment after disappointment. But when you put your hope in God, you will not be disappointed in Jesus' name. Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord and whose hope the Lord is. That's Jeremiah 17 verse 7. You are blessed when you hope in God. If you want to live a blessed life, hope in the Lord. Amen. I want to end today's podcast with a few declarations. Even as I say it, I want you to repeat this after me with faith in your heart, putting your hope in the Lord 
as we said earlier, give it up to God, the hopelessness, the despair. Give it up to him. Put your hope in him. As I say this, repeat it after me. God, you are my hope. According to your word, which is living, active, and powerful, and cannot return to you void, I declare, I will rejoice in hope. I will be patient in tribulation and difficult times. I will continue in prayer. I am blessed because I trust in you and my hope is in you. I will have no fear of bad news because my heart confidently trusts you to care for me. I will never be disgraced. I will never be put to shame because I hope in you. I will hope continually and will praise you more and more. I am filled with all joy and peace because I believe in you. I will abound in hope through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. And those scripture references, if you want to go and check them out, it's Romans 12 verse 12, Jeremiah 17 verse 7, Psalm 112 verse 7, Psalm 25 verse 3, Psalm 71 verse 14, and Romans 15 verse 13. I pray that the Lord renews and restores your hope and that you continually inhale the fragrance of Christ. There is hope for a dead tree and there is hope for you today. Amen. Thank you so much for listening to Anchored Hope. I would encourage you, listen to this message, listen to the previous ones on repeat. Continue building up your faith. In Christ, you have hope. Have an awesome week.